Brother Bob Holmes, Mr. Volleyball is probably known as. He's probably played more volleyball games than anybody ever dared to play and beaten most of the most professional teams in the world in being a one-man volleyball team. And uh, I don't see how he does it. I've been with him when he eats. That's a sight to behold. He doesn't eat certain foods because that's not good for him, but some foods he really, he just eats a lot. And uh, I don't, when I go out to eat with him, I don't eat myself. I just watch him eat and get filled up just watching him eat, okay? Preacher, good to have you. Appreciate the message in Sunday school. God bless you. Somebody said once it's more entertaining watching you eat than play volleyball. <laughs> so, I do love to eat. In fact, I love to eat buffets. And how many believe every restaurant should be a buffet or say closed? <laughs> yeah, I love food. <laughs> Open your Bibles to Matthew 6, and I want to speak to you on a very important subject. Probably one of the most important subjects anyone could ever address. And by the way, I'm glad the Savior we've been singing about today and pouring our heart to and all that, I want you to know we're going to be able to be with him forever. How many think that's wonderful? Forever and ever and ever, we're going to be able to see him face to face. And I, don't, I believe this with all my heart. It'll never end learning about him. I believe we'll be learning forever about Christ because there's no end to learning about him. And that's why you can never exhaust what he said because if he's eternal, the Bible's eternal. And how many glad this always has amazing truth for us? And I want to speak to you on the subject, don't let Satan steal your eternity, rewards or salvation. In Matthew 6, we'll pray after we see this verse, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, nor where thieves do not break through and steal. Don't let Satan rob you of eternal rewards and eternal salvation. Father, I ask that you would speak to us. Lord, the devil's a thief, and we don't want to be robbed. And God, I pray that we would see eternity like we've never seen it before. And help us to realize forever is a lot longer than here. And we have one chance to be here. Speak to my own heart deeply as I preach this in Jesus name amen turn to first Timothy six seventeen, and you see what we saw in Matthew 6 is the devil's a thief and in first Timothy six seventeen, verse 17 says charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living God, which giveth us, all, us richly all things to enjoy. Now, why does he say uncertain riches? Because we don't know when we're going to leave what we have here. It's uncertain. The things we have right now are going to fade away. That's why he calls it rust. Yeah, but I got a Lamborghini. It turns to rust also. Charge them that are rich in this world that they don't trust what's here because it's uncertain. It's going to fade away. Riches make themselves wings and fly away as an eagle toward heaven. There's an automobile 
that's worth $17.5 million called a barchetta. Oh, would I like to have that, somebody says. There's a home worth $100 million and maybe more in some cases. But I don't care how much the value is, how many believe it is fading away. Gone, gone, gone. Yes, my riches can be gone. Um, here's an earring worth $80 million. Imagine that. I'm going to buy my wife one this afternoon. $80 million for an earring. Wow. I want that, somebody might say. If we are serving the living God, we have something trillions of times better than any of that nonsense. Eternity. Eternal rewards will never fade away. So why do we park here in the spirit? Eternity's at stake. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It's even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Everybody say little. Everybody say a split second. Everybody say not even a split second. <laughs> We're here today, boop, gone. Right? I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. NBA player? You have all those 30 million and now you have to have 60 million? Why? Because eternity is what satisfies, not your riches here. I've played these athletes. All, a lot of it is all about money. But how many believe eternity is greater than money? Our Savior, being able to be with him forever. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity, Ecclesiastes 5.10. I'd rather have Jesus and be led by his nail-pierced hands than to be the king of a vast domain. I had someone contact me this past year, actually three, and one of them said, we have a live streaming program. And this live streaming is, is half the price of DirecTV, and we have 3,000 channels. Would you represent this, and we'll make sure you have millions of dollars. Just tell the world through your one-man team they can beat the odds and get 3,000 channels for half the price of other things. I said, and they said, we love the kingdom, and we love the fact that you're preaching Jesus. So I decided to look at some of their channels. First one I saw, HBO. The second one I saw was Cinemax. And then I looked up at what's our right now, would have been X several years ago. And I looked at that and I said, all right, you said you love God's work. Would you be willing to get rid of those channels that have this filth in it? That's our best-selling channel. So I said, N-O. You say, how come? Eternity. Everybody say the word. Eternity. Eternity. Coca-Cola. You might have heard of that little drink company. They were going to give me, I forget how many millions it was this past year. And it all happened all at the same time. And I said, well, let me just think and pray about this because I know your name is Coke, but their name is Coke. And, well, we have a representative that already has an interest in this. I said, well, let me find out what, you, what they support. And I found out one of the things they supported was human trafficking. 
some of the, not everybody in it, but there was some leaders promoting this. And I said, better a millstone be hung around my neck than offend a little one. And I'm not going to have little people, little ones, watching the filth on TV because I can make millions representing it. So I said no to coke because human trafficking is absolutely corrupt and wrong that kids are put in their torture chambers and molested sometimes 20 times a day. How many think we ought to start living for eternity? Amen. Then Procter & Gamble was another one. And I found out they had some people promoting human trafficking. Garbage. Our country is killing kids in so many different ways. And or to be held in sin's dread way, I'd rather have Jesus than anything Amen. this world affords today. I'd rather have Jesus than men's applause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name. I believe God will still take care of me without that. You say, oh, Holmes, what you could have done with $6 million? What can we do for eternity? That's what matters. Say the word again, eternity. Now scream it. Will it ring in your ears for the rest of your life? I'm passing by a split second. So I'm not going to have millions of dollars coming into me because of some of the things they're promoting. And then I would end up promoting and kids would be destroyed everywhere. And not only kids, but adults who are grown-up kids. No, sir. I'd rather have Jesus and the eternal one who wants to give you eternal rewards at the beam of judgment seat. Now what, what we ought to do is this. What we ought to do is we ought to say, God, this life is a fleeting moment. You've given me one moment to have rewards for eternity. So God help me not to let the devil steal from me as a thief. How many of you would not want someone coming in your house and stealing your things? Raise your hands real high. Would you say, welcome, thief. Come on in. But that's what we're doing with our eternity. Now, we're not saved by works, but how many believe we're created in Christ Jesus on two good works? Don't let Satan rob you. Now, I know if you're looking mad now, you'll probably be killing me in a few minutes. Because I'm about to preach what God tells me to preach. And how many believe that's what's important? Now, I can live for this life and say, well, all right, God, this is the first service of the revival. God, help me to soothe everybody so they'll come back. But how many believe what God says is true, even when it hurts? While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. 1 Timothy 6.19, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come. Time to come. Time to come. That they may lay hold on eternal life. That means hold on for dear life. Someone's trying to steal it from you. Hold on for dear life. Say, I have one life, dear God, help me not, Satan, rob me of a Coke contract. Rob you of millions of dollars given to you? Rob me! Fame, popularity, you are temporary. Scream out the word temporary. temporary. Lust, you're temporary. Big diamond, you're passing away. Accepted by ungodly friends, you're passing away. 
Conflicts you're passing away. How many are glad we're leaving all the trials behind soon? Right? Buying and selling, eating and drinking. You're a moment. Just a moment. So just a moment, Holmes. Think about it. Buying and selling. Every time I hear a siren go by, my wife and I hear sirens all the time in many places. I'm hearing more than I've ever heard everywhere I'm going. And I'll start praying, God, help those that are, having, that are going through something. But every time I hear a siren, I begin to realize, we don't know when we're leaving here. Go ahead, Lady Gaga. Make your millions of dollars promoting filth and halftime shows. But I have news for you. There is an eternal salvation we all need, and, so, and anybody can be saved no matter what they're doing. But I am glad to tell you that once we get saved, we're going to be with them forever, and we're going to have one chance, young people. Oh, I thought Lady Gaga was cool. I thought uh, some of these uh, NBA players are so cool. And some of the stuff they promote, they're not cool. I hear the siren. I was going to try to make the sound, but I don't know if I could do it. Video games for hours. <laughs> Doing this for hours. And the only thing in shape is your hand. Right? Hours upon hours upon hours, seeing if the demonic spirits can kill the next demonic spirit. And what they're using. And I went through and I found out what hours we have or minutes we have on this earth given to certain things. Are you ready? We have one life to live to lay up treasures. Listen to this. We spend six years eating. Ten years waiting. Whoever invented red lights was not a Christian. How many of you can't stand waiting? Raise your hands. We wait, and we wait at a red light. You can ask my wife. I wish I had that electronic device that, like police have to make it go green. But imagine, 10 years waiting, 25 years on the job, four years on the phone. Women spend, oh, moving on. Four years doing housework. Six months at stoplights. 78,000 hours of watching shows. One year looking for lost things. <laughs> Ask my wife. I am, I'm not exaggerating. I don't, have, I don't have it with me. I've lost it. <laughs> but in fact, it was an important illustration. But you have a wallet, right? I've lost it eight times. I even had it on my roof of my car and took off, and somebody saw it on the road and called me up and gave it back to me. You say, well, you're losing things. A year is spent losing things, looking for things. Two years listening to voicemails and returning calls with no answer. We have one life. And it's going by fast. Even with the essential things, it's given us very little to do for eternity. But I believe God uses all the things in our lives. But don't be robbed. Don't say, welcome, thief. Come on in. Pastor, do you have a wallet on you? Yes. Could I borrow it? <laughs> 
you have all these people to indicate whether I give it back to you or not. They are your witnesses. <sighs> now, I am not going to look. <laughs> Ron, <laughs> that's what you would do. And this church needs a real revival. <laughs> Ron, there's nothing in it. <laughs> oh, wow, this is credit cards. Okay, wallet, you shouldn't matter to me so much. The importance of you should be like that. Now, don't, I better get it quick before you do. But this is insignificant compared to eternity. Oh. <laughs> compared to forever and ever and ever? Come on in, thief. Take what you want. Well, go ahead and take my colored stereo, whatever it is, colored TV or big computer, the latest one worth 10000 or whatever it is. Go ahead, put it in your van out here. You're welcome to it. Say, never would I do that. But yet, come on in, thief. I know if I got a rave, I know if I didn't have my affections down here, but had them on you, then I wouldn't have to have something taken from me that matters so much more than that computer. You with me? Think eternity. We spend so much time on what's passing away. And what is truly the one... Now, now, you've got to hear this. You have got to hear this. Look at me. Every young person, look right at me. Bill Gates, take all his income. All of it. <clears throat> George Soros, Oprah Winfrey, Warren Buffett, and Mark Zuckerberg. And take all of their money... And there's something that they can't buy all put together. Definitely salvation. But there's one thing that they can never buy, and that's time. Once it's gone, it's gone. Times I start thinking about, wow, I need to get this taken care of and this taken care of and this taken care of and God is the one who says, just seek first my kingdom and his righteousness and then I'll take care of those things. Take care of my righteousness. Go into a lost world. I'll take care of the other stuff. But yet we spend so much time on what's passing away. Not one second can all those people buy I'm spending more time pausing during a message because the Bible says the word Selah all through it. So sometimes there can be a little bit of conviction when the church gets quiet. And sometimes God is moving more in the hearts of people when it is quiet and not everybody's shouting amen. I encourage amens, but I know it's getting very quiet here today and how many think we need this? Yes, we do. Why don't you just preach something that's more soothing on your first day of the revival so we'll come back and hear more soothing things. Life is too short. If I love you, I'm going to be more concerned that a thief doesn't come and steal your eternal rewards. Why have I gone to 6,000 schools? Because <laughs> I just love volleyball. My wife will tell you, sometimes I'm dreaming playing volleyball at night. and I think she said I almost fell out of bed one night going after a ball. 
But you know what? It is not about that. What's caused me to go to 6,000 schools is I know that 6 million people have a soul that's either going to go on to heaven or hell forever. Everybody say forever. Forever. And God help me not to be concerned about how much more Shaquille O'Neal makes. Stock market. You've become a cheap monopoly game in the light of eternity. Bank account, you're nothing. You say, well, I have nothing in it anyhow. Bank account, nothing compared to eternity. If only I had this. Satisfaction does not come from silver. Do you know what a man did? A man decided when he was put in the gravestone that he would have a $100,000 casket. And he would have buried in the casket $100,000 of his clothing. Why would you want to do that? I want to take some with me. You're not going to. You're leaving it behind. So go ahead. Wrap yourself in. Now, I, I eat things I shouldn't eat. And I've told my wife, she gets so nervous because I love mayonnaise. I think mayonnaise came as manna from heaven. I love mayonnaise. How many of you like mayonnaise? If not, you're not saved, so be sure to be converted. <laughs> and I said, honey, when I die, put mayonnaise jars all over my casket. Because <laughs> that's probably what's going to send me there. But it's going by fast. I got people coming to me now saying, I um, they look like they're in the mid-30s to early 40s. I saw you when I was in elementary school. Thank you for reminding me how old I am. But I need the reminder. So do we all. And by the way, a hundred years from now, look at me. A hundred years from now, maybe more, maybe less, it won't matter whether I took my time feasting on the thickest marinated steak or somehow managed to live off of eating greasy hamburgers. And I love hot dogs. I mean, I love them. They're gourmet. How many think hot dogs are really great? And if somebody said, what do you want to be fed this week? I said, don't worry about T-bones and stuff. I just want a hot dog. So if you put a hot dog here and a T-bone here, I'd eat both of them. <laughs> but I love hot dogs. But it will not matter in eternity whether I had my residence in a three-story plush mansion or slept in a cardboard box under a bridge. It won't matter a hundred years from now whether I traveled everywhere I wanted in a stretch limousine or rode in the most beat-up high-mileage car in history. It won't matter whether I dined inside the most exquisite restaurants or drove through the cheapest fast-food place there was. It won't matter whether I felt protected in the richest community or lived day-to-day -day in the hood. I don't know, ma'am, what you're facing, but I know one thing. As you were weeping up here, all I could think about is God help her to just say, I'm not here forever. It sounds like there's some burdens and trials and so on. But I have, I, and I'm not going to embarrass anybody and ask them what, what, what they're weeping about. But I want you to know something. You're not going to be here forever. We're going to leave this earth and we're going to go to heaven forever. Amen. How many are glad about it? Shout amen like you're a charismatic. Amen. That's right. Won't matter if I had millions of dollars in several bank accounts or managed to make it just a few dollars in my pocket or the money he had in his pocket. 
in eternity. It won't matter if I shopped at the nicest threads of stores like Neiman Marcus or bargained for my secondhand clothes at Goodwill. It won't matter if I had planned vacations using the most extravagant hotel suites or walked barefoot across the country. For we brought nothing, say nothing, into the world and it is certain we'll carry nothing out. Amen. You say, I want something certain in this life. I watch the news, I don't know what's certain and what isn't. Well, there's one thing certain, you're not here forever. Amen. Think about eternity. These kids, these adults, these lost people in our communities, we have got to get it in our mind that their eternity without Jesus is darkness and blackness of darkness, which is the worst darkness you could imagine where you won't even see your finger in front of you. I'm going to go through a message on this with the chapel. Fire and brimstone. You say, what's brimstone? It's the most horrible smell a person could ever breathe. And it suffocates forever. Screaming and lake of fire and crying for one drop of water. And there's about 20 others, which I'm not preaching on that subject right now, but I want you to know that somebody without Christ are going to that horrible place forever. And how many believe hell is as real as heaven is? And if we could get it in our mind forever, not to mention the fire and the screaming and begging for a drop of water and all the things that describe it. Furnace of fire and all of it. When I go into schools, I always pray, God, help me to see them not on bleachers, but hanging over a lake of fire ready to fall in. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you really ready? In eternity, it will not matter how pretty you are or how handsome you are. In eternity, it won't matter whether you have red hair, brown hair, blonde hair, purple hair, or pink hair, or no hair. In eternity, it won't matter if you are tall or short, medium built, or large built. It won't matter if you have holes in your shoes, or no holes in your shoes, or no shoes at all. It won't matter if they, if they like my preaching or don't like it. What matters is, what does God say? Amen. Right? It doesn't matter whether the grass is green or on the other side. Whether I have a hundred friends or five thousand friends on Facebook, it won't matter. Eternity matters. It won't matter whether I'm popular or fit into the group. It won't matter if you have a contract or not. I just want to reach the next kid. I want to reach the next one. All these kids in that 600-seat auditorium that I was at uh, just two days ago. Then I drove home, got my wife, and came back to North Carolina again because I just love North Carolina. Nobody ought to leave North Carolina. And I came back here, but I remember those faces, and I remember how they were crying afterwards when I said, Jesus is not a curse word but my Savior. Amen. Jesus said, occupy till I come. David Brainerd said, I love to live on the brink of eternity. So let this word echo while we're passing in our second eternity. Say it. Eternity. Say it again. Eternity. When I go like this, it means get louder and louder. Eternity. Eternity. <laughs> eternity. There you go. 
I hope you'll wake up at night thinking eternity. And then give your pastor a hug. How many years have you been here? 52. 52 years? Give him a hug so, so much that his guts come up through. <laughs> 52 years. You know why? He's been thinking about people's eternity. Join him in it. Say, I'm not going to live for this crazy world. And when I heard a church had a split because they couldn't agree whether to serve communion from the front of the church to the back or the back to the front, they need to get their mind on eternity. Amen. When I heard how a church had a split because they couldn't agree at a church dinner whether to use Cool Whip or Real Whipping Cream or Folgers or Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> now, we know everybody should use Dunkin' Donuts, but having a split over that. Why? This split second matters more to me whether my opinion worked or not. Wow. Thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. The most important thing I could do in this revival meeting is preach what's going to last forever. If you love the Bible, again, shout amen. amen. We love what is eternal, what endures forever. So don't be robbed. As the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withers the grass and the flower faileth. And the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall be the rich man. He will fade away in his ways. James chapter 1 verse 10. Don't be robbed. You'll be leaving behind every car, every bank account, every house, every land ownership, every trophy, and every man-made accolade. It's gone. Look at a trophy case. I've seen 6,000 of them in schools going into the gym, outside the gym. This person got the touchdown on, in 1910. I'm old. <laughs> and I've seen the trophy ca cases. But do you know that not one of those trophies ever went with anybody? Live for eternity. All achievements will be surpassed. All records will be broken. All reputations will fade. All tributes will be forgotten. So build an eternal legacy. Given enough time, all the trophies are going to be trashed by someone else. Now, hang on, earth is a staging area to develop your eternal reward. The, that's why the Bible calls our earthly body a tent, but refers to our future heavenly place. It refers to it as what? Let me read it to you. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle, tent, were dissolved, we have a building of God. A house not made with hands. Amen. Eternal in the heavens. Hundred million dollar home? Why would anybody need that? They think they do. But we are passing through this life as a pilgrim. We ought to say, home, you're a tent. And yes, it's nice God's blessed us in America and we're a bunch of selfish brats compared to foreign countries, right? right, right. But you know what? We have all we have and we ought to say, 
by God's grace, I'm not going to look at it like it's so important. Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passes away, Psalm 144.4. So pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, 1 Peter 1.17. Sojourning. How many of you ever heard this? This world is not my, I'm just passing through then why won't you come back Sunday night and Wednesday night? Amen. Preach it. Okay, I will. You say, well, I get driven here in a van. Well, we always get where we want to go. Amen. And how many believe eternity is far more important than this world? Raise your hands real high. If not, I'm going to preach it all over again. Okay. Yes, it is. It's going by so fast. You ought to say, I've got to be in the revival this week. I don't want to miss one second of it. Amen. Some of you kids over here that may be been brought here on some kind of a travel vehicle of some kind, if you knew that somebody was coming Wednesday night to take you to meet uh, whoever the famous ones are now, what's the famous basketball player right now? Name one real famous one. LeBron James. LeBron James. I was trying to think of the name. LeBron I'm getting in that van at 4 o'clock, even if you're picking me up at 6 o'clock. I'm going to come early. Now, how many of you believe God's work in a church is more important than LeBron James? Amen. So will you come? Will you say, I want to be brought to the revival this week because my mind is not parked here. I'm a sojourner. I'm a pilgrim. I'm just passing. I want to hear more of this. Amen. Will you do that? Oh, I love this. I love this story, and I'm done. A lady hit her head on the side of the pew because she fell. In the service, she hit the pew. Somehow, the pew gouged her head real bad. And she was bleeding profusely, and they had to get the ambulance and the paramedics come in and help her and attend to her. She didn't know if she was going to bleed to death real quick. Finally, they put her on the stretcher. Somehow, they, they stopped the fast bleeding, put her on the stretcher. She looked up over to her daughter and said, come here. She didn't know if she was going to leave her daughter or leave the church forever. She whispered in the ear of her daughter, would you please go to my purse and get the offering and make sure it's put in? You know what her mind was on? Eternity. Bleeding to death. Can we all look at ourselves right now and say, wow, I'm actually dying too. I'm not here forever. I don't care if you're five years old, three years old. 15 years old, 20 years old, or 90 years old, all of you are leaving someday. Am I right? Amen. So why should our churches be fighting over what side of the church to put a new piano? Do not be robbed. Amen. Let's bow in prayer. Lord, I beg you to speak through the truths we've heard from the scripture today and help us to realize that our time is short. How many would agree our time is short? Raise your hands. And some of us that are 70 and 80 are saying, well, I guess my time is shorter than 
some of these kids over here. We don't know that. Oh, dear God, help every young person to realize that they could die next week just as much as the older folks. And help us not to invite a robber into our eternal reward. How many would say, this message has challenged me today to lay up more treasures in heaven? Would you raise your hands real high? If you mean that with all your heart, would you ask the Lord to help you this week to come every service? Not because we want to have a full house, but because we want the truth that's preached to come into your heart and help you. How many will say this? I'm going to try my best to be back every service. Slip your hands up real high. We make the decision now, and it's not LeBron James, and it's not a Trump rally. It's God's eternal truth. Lord, speak to every heart. We, I could say, how many raised your hands and said, I want to lay up more treasures in heaven? And I could say, would you come forward? And the whole church comes down the altar. But I would like to say, if your heart hasn't been right with God, and we all are being convicted in certain areas. I know I am. And the question isn't whether I just flood an aisle and weep at the altar. The question is, will I go through the rest of my days thinking about eternity? It would be nice if some folks came forward. Some already have. God, I pray you'd be a, that you would use me somehow to be a blessing this week and help us to realize eternity is at stake.